And now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Irish Jobs. When it comes to hiring the right people for your business, you could say we've got a talent for talent. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair the founder and CEO of Clever Cards, Keelan Lannan. How are you, Keelan? I'm great. Thank you, Bobby. Good morning. You're very welcome to the programme. Now, it all started for you in Barrow Street, actually, uh, in D2 there. Uh, your father worked in the meat business. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your early upbringing and your background indeed. Yeah, so it's, um, I mean, the irony of it is I, I lived in a house that I'd say is a stone's throw from where Google is today that, that used to be, uh, it used to be a meat factory up there mm-hmm. in, in Grand Canal Street. Um, and then they were all shifted out to Leakslip uh, to what's now where Hewlett Packard is. So it's yeah. funny, 50 years on, how, how meat packers gets replaced by technology and who knows where it'll be in 50 years. Yeah. So you ultimately became a chartered accountant. What was your route to accountancy? Uh, I studied by night, Bobby. I, I, I remember back in those days in, in the old money, I missed commerce by a point in UCD. Um, and um, so I, I joined BDO, Simpson Xavier at the time. Right. And studied accountancy by night. So that was the route that I did it in, yeah. Yeah, and um, was it at BDO then that you became involved with what ultimately became uh, Cart and Craft? No, it was, there was a gap between. So I, I left BDO to go out on my own. Um, so I took a corporate finance office, was kind of my first brave move, I suppose, into, into entrepreneurship and landed a client early enough on um, who was selling Carton Craft to an Irish PLC. So I actually advised him on the sale of Carton Craft to the PLC. And then when it was sold, um, it was Ray McLaughlin, if you remember, the former international rugby player was the executive. And he said to me, would I go in as finance director? So um, I actually closed down the practice, you know, which, which that was my biggest client, by the way. So I closed down the practice and uh, I went into Cart and Craft. Um, and then I bought it out two years later in, in, in a buyout back by Dresdner Carmen Benson in London. So. And just going back to that corporate finance office that you set up yourself, you were only 23. Uh, so clearly you were a man that had a vision that you were going to work for yourself and you were going to make things and you were going to go that entrepreneurial route. Yeah, it, it, it's funny the way you ask the question. I, I'm not too sure I would ever have set out to say, I'm going to work for myself. I mean, I think that's just the way it evolved. Yeah. Um, and, um, and you know, I saw the opportunity and did it as a thing from a, I wouldn't say it was such a predefined plan. Yeah. And then you, um, that company ultimately then became uh, Midwest, Midwest Vaco, yeah? Yeah, so when, when I sold Carton Craft five years later, um, I sold it to a group called Midwest Vaco. It was a New York Stock Exchange listed group, big group now, Bobby, 35,000 people. Uh, the irony actually of it is is that the underbidder was the Smurfit group and, and it's in the media at the moment. It's, it's actually Midwest Vaco and Smurfit are the two that have recently merged so yeah. all these years later, yeah. So when you sold that business, was that enough to see you off for a while? Did you need to go again? Or what was your thought process then yeah. when you finally developed a business, sold it for good money, but you were only a young man, so there was yeah. still a lot more to do. Yeah, and it was it was, <clears throat> it was was weird times, Bobby, and I need to be careful that don't come across, you know, arrogant about it because I'd made a substantial amount of money out of it. Um, you know, the business sold for 20 million when I was 30 years of age. That is 30 years ago, 25 years ago. Yeah. So it was a lot of dough. <clears throat> um, and... Um, I didn't have a plan. I didn't actually have a plan. I mean, I was kind of running a marathon or a sprint in a marathon, a marathon at sprint pace where there was a finishing line. I'd hit the finishing line, but I didn't actually have a plan beyond it. So it was a weird year or two after that. Uh, Now, actually, I was kind of swept off my feet a little bit in that Midwest Faco 
um, asked me to join the main board of directors of um, Midas Veiko asked me to join the main board of directors um, of Midas Veiko um, so I went on to that and I did that that was kind of the next part of my career which was which yeah and, and that's interesting as well because as you say you did well out of the sale of your business you were able to bank a few quid but you were probably able to do what you liked doing for the next five years which was effectively buying and selling businesses on behalf of somebody else yeah, and I'll be honest, it was daunting, despite, you know, what I'd achieved at 30 years of age, you know, like we had 150 people, these are 35,000 people. Mm. Um, so, you know, I remember at the time thinking, like, they've picked the wrong guy, I would not be able to do this. But like Bobby, there was just another Keelan Lennon in that boardroom, there was just another Bobby Kerr in that boardroom, we're all human. Um, and and um, it's amazing, even today, I'd say, I could step into the boardroom of some of those big companies and say they're just like the rest of us, they're human, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was leadership skills and it was all those things you develop in life as you go on. But um, yeah, I was involved in acquiring businesses for me to Esfaco and that was, um, that was very, very interesting. So Clever Cards uh, came about then. It started, and this is one of the things I wanted to ask you, because it started off as something very different to what it is now. And I think that's, again... The sign of a good entrepreneur is somebody who can change the business relative to the market. And you often need to do that to survive. So well, I'd like you to tell me about your experience around sure. that. Sure. And I'd say more than often, Bobby, I mean, I'd say there's 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 more entrepreneurs in this country that are pivoting every day of the week in terms of p- putting their nose to where the market is. Now, this was obviously a more extreme one. So um, Clever Cards, when I started off, um, was like digital birthday cards. Um, and it was phenomenally successful. And we were in 200 countries around the world. Um, we were you had, making money? We were making money across profit level, but we were investing heavily in advertising. Right. Um, and that means you were losing money. Yeah, we were losing money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was funded by venture capital. But the scale of it, Bobby, um, was like we had 500 million people on, yeah. uh, uh, using it, right? So, so you're now on the scale of a social network. Um, indeed, Facebook had approached us. Um, and um, so you, you suddenly realized we knew all the brothers and sisters, we knew all the aunts and uncles, we knew all the sons and daughters, we knew all the friends of the office, so you, you now had a social network of real people, not your so-called Facebook social network. These, these were the loved ones in your life, which may not be a brother or sister, it could be a good buddy or whatever. So um, it really was escalating. So we could see the value coming back to, and this is the difficult thing in some businesses, some businesses like that, you might say, okay, Facebook wasn't making money for a lot of years, but look at it now. So you are building that entire infrastructure which is what we did. However, we had a single point of f- failure in that business was that if Facebook ever pulled the plug, we were goosed. Um, and unfortunately, Facebook gave us 90 days. They were pulling the APIs, which meant that we weren't able to use the data. We weren't able to use it. And I won't say we got too big for our boots, but but we, we grew into being too big for our boots. And, and, and was, we were, it a, was it almost a panic then to find a new business model to keep the lights on. Yeah, I think uh, panic is probably not the word. Um, pressure, because the irony of it, uh, and it's a double irony, as, as you're aware, we had Minister Simon Coveney out during the week, but his predecessor, or one of them back, was Minister Bruton. And I had been asked, just when we got that news, to go to China um, with, with Enterprise Ireland, IDA, and the and Minister for Enterprise and Employment on a trade mission to China. Um, and it was when I was there, Bobby, that I got the inspiration for Clever Cards, because... I was over in China uh, and we were going to be doing a deal with the equivalent of Facebook in China and I was going once bitten, twice shy. Um, you know, we're going to do the same thing again here. Um, and when I was over there, this is five years ago, I didn't see one single person using a plastic card to pay for something. Every single person used their phone. So, you know, the beauty of travel is that, you know... In, yeah, in the, you can in, see where the next trend is. It's yeah. a, a seven-hour flight lets you know what's happening in seven years. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us then about uh, the business as it is now. Uh, it's very firmly focused on, you know, on the employee, on the tax-free amount, uh, on the using of the cards then to control expenditure. So you're really going after a, a key niche, which is probably a, a fairly competitive space. Um it isn't. It isn't. I mean, we've we've you know, as, as I said to you, we'd, we'd Minister Coveney out during the week because we just announced three hundred and fifty thousand accounts. Um, Bobby and we're hiring another thirty five people. Um, well done know, on that. That's great. Like we, we we really have won the market. Um, and and that doesn't even reveal, you know, that the, the inherent trend that's in there in terms of signing signing up people. So, um, as you're aware, you know, um, government has 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 enabled everybody in Ireland to get a digital clever card with up to a thousand euro on it tax free. Which is very, very beneficial for for small businesses. I mean, you know, if you get even even a four person family business, they can save five grand in tax. Okay, so yeah. we're actually providing something that unlocks a hell of a lot of value for people, um, for small business, I should say, in particular, um, and that is the lifeblood. I mean, everyone, I know they rant on about that, but you know, there's there's eight hundred and fifty thousand businesses in Ireland that employ less than ten people, Bobby. They're all yeah. entrepreneurs, you know. They're all entrepreneurs, and they're all going through pandemics, and they've all gone through inflation and interest rates, and they're struggling. So, you know, the government has reached out here. I think the government can do more for small business, but certainly they've reached out, um, and that's where we started. But the the other big thing that's happening is the government introduced new revenue reporting rules um, from ja- from January, which are very very onerous. It means that every small business now, if you reimburse an employee with expenses you have to report it to the revenue. There's one specific exclusion to that is if they use a Clever Cards business expense card. Um, so that's a big, big thing for us now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as we move into the new year, yeah. Oh, great. Um, so what about then the growth of the business, the extra 35 jobs? Um, is it more of the same or do you see yourself developing a, a, a portfolio of, I suppose, financial products for employees? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very good question. I mean, we, we, we started with the employee benefit product because um, A, it was very, very beneficial for, for business to save a thousand quid per, per, per employee, quite, quite frankly, okay? And that gave us a hell of a lot of scale where, you know, everybody is using it. Um, you know, all the top accounting firms, all the top law firms, the banks, I mean, they're all using it. So, and like any product, you know, once they get it into their hands, they're going, hey, we could use this for more than just the employee benefits. We can use it for all the expenses in the business yeah. where the boss can control it. So the boss is basically saying to the employee, I'm controlling the spend limit. The employee requests a top-up. He or she gives them a top-up. You know, they can tap the phone anywhere in the world um, contactlessly. So so really, it's the business expenses, Bobby, is, is, is as far as we'll go. Like, we're not going to go into broader financial services, to your point. It's about controlling business expenses. It's an accountant's dream, then. Well, it's coming know, from an accountant. There's, there's six accountants that design this product. It's, it's built by accountants, designed by accountants, and it's to help small businesses, you know. <laughs> Finally, we always ask you, like, ask you something left of field. Uh, you had an interesting story about uh, Shane McGowan mistakenly taking your coat. Tell us more. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, poor Shane McGowan. I was in uh, one of the top hotels in Dublin a couple of years ago and I went to the toilet. I was sitting down and I saw Shane McGowan sitting beside me and his crew. They were playing uh, in the National Concert Hall and I went to the toilet and I came back and my coat was missing. <laughs> so my coat couldn't be missing and uh, they were gone and the barman said, your man over there, Shane McGowan, borrowed it. And I borrowed it. And I got, uh, anyway, I got his number and he gave me the number. I got the number to the manager and I found him and he said, yeah, listen, sorry, I borrowed your coat. 
and this is the next day he said I borrowed your coat and he said listen it's in the cloakroom in the National Concert Hall you can pick it up there <laughs> okay <laughs> top man Shane McGowan well listen Keelan Lennon great to talk to you founder of CEO and Tower Cards every success with your business thanks very much Bobby cheers Down to Business with Bobby Kerr brought to you by Bank of Ireland Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.